Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pardon My Pancreas. My name is Matt Vandevecht, and I'm a certified trainer and nutritionist, one of your hosts today, and the other host is Ali Abdul Karim. He is a social media influencer, an incredible guy, and we are both type 1 diabetics here to share our knowledge and experiences with you. We occasionally interview people that are very knowledgeable in the diabetic world, sometimes doctors, sometimes influencers, people living with it. But today, it's going to be a conversation between the two of us, chatting about diabetes, what to expect, and how to get through it. And this episode is brought to you by FTF Warrior, an online health coaching company for diabetics. And we will go further by saying this is not medical advice in any manner. We are not doctors. We will never be doctors. And nothing said on this podcast is meant to replace your doctor's orders. So consult your doctors before you make changes. Without any further ado, let's get into... All right, we are recording. <laughs> I like doing that too, and I like record. I'll start like, I was interviewing Neil one time, yeah. and I literally said, all right, Neil, I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> He's like, all right, let it out. Come on, let it out. Let it out, Matt. <laughs> oh, that's great. <clears throat> Matt, welcome to, well, well, welcome myself to to the show. (laughs) This is uh, our first episode. I'm really excited. And this is the Pardon My Pancreas podcast. And we're going to get into what this podcast is about, who is the person standing in front of me, and I'll let him introduce himself. And uh, eventually we're going to introduce the guy who was just talking as well. <laughs> oh, what? So there's two people. There are two people in this room. Okay. My name is Matt Vandevecht. I am a certified trainer and nutritionist, and I am here with this amazing other type 1 diabetic, Ali. I'll let him introduce himself as well. What is going on, guys? My name is Ali Abdukreem. I am the creator of the Diabetes Daily Hustle, daily vlogs, social media content, I had a podcast, or I technically still have a podcast, but I was talking to myself and looking at a wall and maybe interviewing people, but now I got Matt in front of me, and I'm really excited. Um, let's let's get right into it. Matt, what, um, what is Part of My Pancreas? Tell the people at home. So Part of My Pancreas is a podcast where we're going to get into the daily life of diabetes, what it's like to live with it. We are both type 1 diabetics. We're going to have a lot of diabetics on the show uh, occasionally chatting about their specialties and what they want to get into but initially right now we're chatting about daily life what to expect from this podcast tips and tricks what we've been through in our past as diabetics and what we look forward to in the future and maybe even some uh, diabetes management tools that we like to call our personal hacks yeah (laughs) I love that and I, I feel like this is amazing because some of us we don't like reading books some of us there's audiobooks, but there isn't the audiobooks for your favorite diabetes books or your favorite blogs or people on Instagram. So getting there, like, the best juice out of them. So, like, who? what can we tell them about the people we want to interview or what we're trying to, like, give them? Is it going to be lifestyle? Is it just going to be health stuff? Or, like, is it going to be doctors? Is it going to be book summary so people don't have to read? <laughs> oh, man. So if they don't have to read, you know, we could just read books to them on the podcast. <laughs> Chapter one. There we go. Welcome. In the most monotone voice possible <laughs> so that they can listen to it and go to bed. They're going to unsubscribe now. <laughs> <laughs> no, we will not be reading books, but we will be bringing on a few experts in the diabetes field. Yeah. Uh, hopefully some endocrinologists, some doctors, some psychologists. 
really getting a, a full, well-rounded view of diabetes and management and living with a chronic lifelong disease. Yeah. And we're hoping to get their viewpoint. A lot of them have diabetes themselves. Right. And we hope to get uh, their insider view on healthcare and uh, what they view as important within diabetes management, whether it be mental health or physical fitness or nutrition. Yeah. And ultimately giving you the tips and tools you need to best take care of yourself with the least amount of stress. Yeah. And it's super, super easy. I mean, it's like play it on your phone. And you got Dr. Whoever on on the show telling you about his viewpoints from diabetes burnout or having a spouse with diabetes, fitness and exercise. But, um, yeah, I mean, I guess my question to you, Matt, is like, I mean, I, I want to get into kind of your origin story and like how long have you had type 1, just a quick, your quick diagnosis story. All right, my my quick story is I've had diabetes for just about nine years. Let's see, uh, I'm coming up on my ninth year anniversary in about a week. Only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's exciting. I've learned recently to celebrate it and not be depressed on my anniversary, but to appreciate the tools that I've been given with current medicine and all the incredible technology that have been available. So when I was first diagnosed was in 2009, and I was on vials and syringes. There were no CGMs available. I had my blood sugar tester with me, took insulin everywhere I went, and that's just how life was. Um, I was diagnosed my sophomore year in college. So thankfully, I was old enough to understand what life looked like now, but I was still in that stupid age group where I didn't take care of myself, mm. and uh, ultimately led to a few scary experiences, but I'm still here. And I've learned to take care of myself better over time. And now I take my diabetes care very seriously. But I also leave room for fun. I make sure there's still adventure. There's still some spontaneity. And mm. uh, I found a way to mix living healthy with living happy. I love that. And so that's where I'm at right now. Nine years in. Yeah. Loving life and uh, doing the best I can to take care of my diabetes in the meantime. Yeah. But I would love to hear about your origin story as well, diabetes, and I know you're also diagnosed later in life like yeah. myself, so yeah, let's hear about that. Yeah, I mean, our conversation will definitely get back to getting diagnosed later, to getting diagnosed younger, better or worse, yeah. or to have loved or have not known. <laughs> um, I got diagnosed when I was 18, and uh, yeah, it was, it was the classic symptoms, you know, thirsty, lethargic. And I was going through my transition of trying to learn how to make music because my NBA dreams were getting crushed. You know, I'm 5'6", I'm brown, I'm not <laughs> gifted athletically, never made high school. And uh, I was learning how to make music, and I was, it was just such a hard time for me to, to do anything. And it was, I got diagnosed, and then weirdly enough, you know, being how optimistic I am, but clueless about what diabetes was. I was like, oh, diabetes, this is this is amazing. Now I have a reason to get in the gym more. I'm going to be dunking the basketball. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally, all my cousins are like, you're a liar. So, like, I get home and then, you know, I grocery shop. I literally do this. I went home and then I, I went back to the grocery store to buy some quote-unquote healthy food, which was, I didn't know. I didn't take any insulin for it. I just, I was eating. I thought I was going to cure myself. You know, I got wheat bread, milk, grapes. Mom was like, what are you doing with all those carbs, man? I was like, what you mean? This is food. This is healthy food. Um, 
basically, um, after diagnosis, I really, like, did not know how to manage with food. Food has always been my, like, biggest source of comfort, like, my biggest evil, and now I'm developing, you know, a better relationship with food. So, I eventually started doing daily blogs, podcasts, interviewing people, and just going through my daily life and showing people, like, hey, I don't have it all together, but this is how my journey is with diabetes, and I feel like my big message is always, like, okay, if we start looking outside the realm of just blood sugar and insulin, we start taking care of our health, water, exercise, nutrition, things will become easier. It's harder to do those things, but your diabetes will become easier in turn. So um, four years, 19, 20, 20, 22, yeah, four years later, I'm 22 years old, and I'm standing in front of Matt, and we are talking about diabetes. Diabetes <laughs> on our podcast. Yeah, and for those of you who've made it this far into our first podcast, congratulations! Yeah. You are a, a listener officially. Yep, that's right. <laughs> and uh, the rest of this podcast, I want to let you guys know it's going to be family friendly, but we are getting into the nitty gritty and what diabetes is really like, the ups and downs. We're not going to lie and tell you it's all rainbows and butterflies. It does get tough, and we're going to talk about that too. Uh, we will be bringing on professionals um, to give us their viewpoints on diabetes, but we also are going to give some talks on what we know diabetes to be, our own personal experiences, and uh, tips and tricks that we believe can help others with their diabetes management as well. Yeah, stuff that we've discovered along the way. Right. Um, lastly, let's give them let's give them a little gold, a little diabetes, little, little yeah, diabetes right. hack, some spice. Matt, what is your? It doesn't have to be the best diabetes hack. It could be super small, and just any kind of hack to the viewer or the listeners right now. Oh man, my hack that I would love to uh, encourage everyone to try out, it's its going to sound simple, incredibly simple, so simple that you're not going to think it's going to work, but it <laughs> makes a massive difference yeah. in your life, and that is documentation. Mm. If you document, you will notice what variations cause what, how there are fluctuations in blood sugars. Uh, it wasn't until I started documenting that I understood how much exercise can affect blood sugars how much a sleepless night can cause a spike the next day, uh, dehydration, all this kind of stuff. I never realized it. I just thought it was I was having a bad diabetes day. But after documenting these things, I found out there were correlations between my habits and good and bad blood sugars. Mm. Now, it's not a perfect science. Just documenting isn't going to give you perfect blood sugars, but it helps you to see where you can improve. Mm. So documentation is my... My first tip and trick mm. for diabetes management. Right, right. I like that a lot because it's like, it's not that you said it's going to be the same exact every time, mm -hmm. but it kind of like makes things a little more calm and collected. Like, okay. Yeah, it helps you I, find the puzzle pieces. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I took three units for this Chipotle burrito. I should be okay because I'm at this <laughs> number now. And like, you know, forgetting so many things. And I, that's actually a weakness of mine. I don't document enough. Even though I'm vlogging everything, you can yeah. see everything. You look back into your video history. <laughs> I look back. Like, I literally, I can go back to like a year ago today and be like, what did I eat yeah. for dinner? I can do that. <laughs> it's not fun though. Not recommending. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of homework. Oh yeah, it's a lot. Well then yeah. what would you tell us is your diabetes hack um, today? I got two. One is like a more, like, not practical. It's kind of a mindset, and the other one's very tiny. The first one is, I think it's super underrated, and I always wanted to get your take on it, which is, like, when we were diagnosed, 
we're we have like basically eyes that are just looking at blood sugar, insulin, and carbs. It's Nothing tunnel. else. Yeah, it's tunnel vision yeah. on that. And then as soon as I started looking at people who are managing their diabetes successfully, they're talking about their fat intake. They're talking about how many, like if they're in a deficit or surplus of calories, um, their new PRs in the gym and like their hydration and their sleep. And I'm like, okay, there's definitely a correlation between those people and they have, you know, successful management. Mm -hmm. So my big hack to people is like learn about the human body, learn about everything because diabetes affects everything you know we lack a little sleep you know it's not just our pump sites or whatever of course those are number one but all these things add up that's uh the big one the tiny one a lot of people i think a lot of people know this one but they don't um is when you get a diet drink dip your meter in the diet i think i banged this down your head wrecked a few times because of that with coffee oh my god really like you so starbucks for anyone listening to get starbucks if you order a black iced coffee that comes with 20 grams of sugar in the coffee. Even though you ordered it black, they want you to think that iced coffee tastes better than hot coffee. <laughs> it's more expensive, and that's why. So if you order a black iced coffee, you have to ask without sugar. And there's yeah. a lot of drinks out there like that. Yeah. So, yeah, the hack is a great idea. Yeah. Just dip your blood sugar meter in there. Yeah. And give it a shot. Yeah. For And for the listeners, just in case they don't know... When your meter says error or anything below, what do you say, like 50 or 30? Something like that. Because I saw 70. Yeah, no, it shouldn't be 300. But I saw 70 and I kind of got worried out. Oh, yeah. But I think there was maybe dextrose in the sweetener, the Splenda. Uh, or And there's maltodextrin. I don't know. It was a lot of weird stuff. But, yeah, um, yeah like I got iced coffee today. Mm-hmm. But, you know, full disclosure, I wasn't like, oh, this is sweet. And I was like... You just half and half, right? And I kind of give him like a mean, like, oh, said in a mean comment. Because diabetes does limit me with drinks. I'm just being honest. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, go around and trust people with the Diet Pepsi. Or oh. I'll even pour it and I'll be like, dip my meter in error. Okay, now yeah. I'm drinking it. So that's like. 100%. I'll watch them make my coffee after <laughs> I told them no sugar. And then as I pick it up, say, this doesn't have sugar, right? Yeah. And like, yeah, that's what you ordered. Yeah. And like, I'm just triple checking. Yeah. I don't want to go up to 400, you know? Yeah, because you're the, I think about this way too deep, because you're the one going home in your car with diabetes, not yeah. them. They don't know. you. They won't, No one will care as much as you. Yeah. Nobody. It's a good thing. It's true. You no. are your own advocate. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go home. I'm <laughs> <laughs> With that, we leave you with your two three you got a bonus one three yeah. tips on diabetes yeah. management today yeah i beat matt <laughs> i'm very competitive off to a good start look at you go <laughs> we're excited to have you guys here excited to have you as listeners you can expect a lot more coming from us both from the real life of diabetes and also from the professionals on how to manage it appropriately and uh, to build up on that knowledge base that ali was talking about to learn everything we can to, uh, to live that happier and healthier life. Hope to hear from you guys on the next podcast where I will be giving you guys some more tips and tricks and some stories. Yep, stay tuned, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate it. Make sure you subscribe, and we'll see you soon.